The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Yeah, you can start. Yeah, you can start. Randy just got annoyed. First of all, yeah, you did. I think the people would speak and they would see that you said, yeah, you can start. Just like that. The thing is, is... (laughs) Are you mad at our success? The thing is, is we have Randy working... For literally free, and he comes and cops a fucking attitude? Fuck you, Randy. Yeah, you can go fuck yourself, Randy. I will say this, though. I hear a sound. I, I, I got several messages on the Instagram after I posted a picture of Randy of women saying, I didn't know what Randy looked like. He's hot. <laughs> Everybody wants a Bang Randy. Yep. You hear that, Randy? Everybody's just looking to bang you. Well, I mean, I think the Kenny Chesney and the Randy Chesney comparison really showed that Kenny Chesney's not like Randy's the the upper. He's the top dog in that situation. Yeah. Listen, you slap a clear water beach behind anybody they're gonna look good it wasn't only that but it was a an instagram story i took where i i had you and then i zoomed over on randy and boy the pussies got wet they lost their fucking minds maybe some dongs got hard too some, it was mostly gals sending messages oh it was and uh no pussy pictures though randy sorry you'll just have to look at our pussies what? Uh, where said, are you going? Ugh. Now the kitty cat's not in here. The kitty cat was laying there in the perfect spot for the camera. We have cameras today, guys. Yeah, and people are actually going to be able to see kitty and know that it's not just like a lull in the <laughs> podcast where we just decide to talk about this fake kitty. But he's not in the camera. so Oh, he'll again. come in. Sometimes he darts through. You'll get a nice little kitty. You'll get get a nice little kitty shot. Are you You'll okay, Randy? Did you have to go fart? Oh, oh. Sh- now we have to fuck cut. <laughs> oh man, now we have to Randy start just all threw over. up in his sink. What a weird place to vomit in. He vomited and jerked off at the same time, which is hot but weird. <laughs> I think this the amount of stamina and brain power that somebody would have to have to be and I don't mean making yourself vomit. I mean having a full on <laughs> vomiting fit. Like say you got a quick forty eight hour bug mm-hmm. and you're just vomiting. Have you ever had one of those oh, where yeah. you can't stop? Vomiting and shitting and pissing. It's crazy. It I had that happen to me last year and I was just all of a sudden I I got this sweaty feeling over me. (laughs) Like it felt like a little sheet. Like it just, (laughs) it felt like I was in the greenhouse of a botanical gardens. (laughs) You know, when you get that, you're in there and you're like, oh my God, these are beautiful rainforest plants. But 
I'm hot and I have pit stains now. I got that kind of sweat <laughs> over me. <laughs> and then all of a sudden I was like, I'm going to vomit. And I, I ran and I puked uncontrollably. Into the toilet? Yes. Did pee come toilet. out? Um, no, no pee pee came out. But what How I'm... can you puke and not have your bowels evacuate? Those days are, are over for me. Well, I just urinate when I laugh. I just Johnny Roland it. That's all that happens to me. Check your privilege. Well, um. Because there's a choice to be made when I do it. Is the ass in the bathtub or is the ass going on the toilet? Really? Yeah. You put your ass. I don't know if I could reach. Like if I put my <laughs> ass on the bathtub <laughs> while I was vomiting into my toilet. I mean, it is a small space because I'm poor and my bathroom's small. But. I would I think that I think Dookie would fly all over the town. <laughs> no. Oh well. That's the price you pay for privilege. Privilege. I can put my ass in the toilet and reach the z- tub or vice versa. Can you reach the tub settings? Well, uh, the settings right now are controlled by what's called a remote uh, channel lock wrench or a vice grip Uh because it broke Mm. because I was trying to take it off and clean it and I broke it in the process. So I have a vice grip now. So did you set that up? Like, were you like... We have a problem, and I need to fix it. And then you went and grabbed a vice grip, and you just made it happen? I went to the store and got one. I would have to call a plumber. Except they're not called vice grips. Vice grips, I found out, is the name brand, like Kleenex, is mm. Natisha. So it, I think it's called, is it a, called a channel? You would know, Randy, you're a man. It's called a clit grabber. Clit grabber. <laughs> but you can use it for a myriad of things. You could use it for your shower. You can use it to... Hammer um, something in. Hammer something in. You can use it to take a nut or a bolt off. You can use it on your clit, like you said. Yeah, you could also put it on your nipples. Yeah. Just like the, the eraser top. The kindergarten your... <laughs> pencil that the eraser is that big. <laughs> oh, geez. Mm. How's the mic, Randy? Am I close enough for you? Yeah. Well, I... Uh... I just think that for somebody to be uncontrollably vomiting and jerking off at the same time, you have to have – I think you have to be able to really um, – what's the word? Separate things mm-hmm. in your brain. Compartmentalize. Mm. Group mind. Group Inside mind. baseball. I, yeah, I think you just really have to be able to compartmentalize if you're going to be vomiting and then be like, you know what? I want some pleasure. Right now, too. Yeah, I'm blowing chunks. I had spinach dip earlier today. You did? No, oh. I just mean that in was this like hypothetical. Hypothetical situation. person vomiting, deciding man vomiting, and mm-hmm. then deciding to jerk off. I mean, I wonder if he. Uh, I couldn't do it. Did you turn on the cold and hot water to wash the semen and the vomit down? <laughs> I guess not. When I was younger, uh, my I didn't know that you puked into a bathroom until I was or into a toilet. <laughs> I thought you just puked on somebody's dinner plate. <laughs> what did you really think? No, I I nobody ever in my family ever taught me that you vomit into the toilet. 
So one time my younger brother and I both had food poisoning at the exact same time. In the bathroom that we had at the time, we had like a double vanity, you know, so it was like Anton's sink (laughs) and my sink. And we both had that moment where we got that greenhouse sweat, you know, and we were like, oh, no. And we ran in, but no one ever taught us to vomit in the toilet. So we were both vomiting in the bathroom sink next to each other. (laughs) In my country, we do not puke in toilet. We don't afford toilet. We go down to home deposition. Uh We have to get special vomit toilet. (laughs) Please, children, puke in the sink. If you think about puking in toilet, you are a privileged (laughs) son of a bitch, okay? We puke directly into sink. If you only have one sink and two vomiters, both vomit (laughs) into one sink. Okay? Please go down to the damn bana with your mother, Sir Ferlana, and puke in their toilet. If you have puke coming on and you cannot make it outside, we need you to swallow until you run. Until you run to banya. And then when you get to banya, please wait in line because this is the way of... (laughs) Our country, you must wait in line and pick a number and wait until it's called. (laughs) And please do not puke on fellow comrades. um, Or fellow communists. Or fellow communists uh, or anybody elderly. If you vomit on them, uh, we have to have home deposition come in and take a deposition of what actually happened. So wait your turn. Swallow vomit. Stand in line. Hold vomit in whole mouth, in mouth hole. Mm -hmm. And if you make it in time, great. If you don't, not Uh, so good. One time they have farmer's market. You can wait for bread and puke in same line. (laughs) Special Saturday. Special Saturday in the, what is this country called? Bulgaria. Soviet Union. Oh, yes. (laughs) Yeah, so we vomited chunks into side-by-side bathroom sinks. I remember, like, I think I was at a party one time in seventh grade, and all the girls were like, I had one sip of vodka, and I'm so drunk. And I was like, I drank a handle. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know if I should be here. Maybe I should be with the older kids. (laughs) And one of the girls was vomiting in the toilet, and I didn't say anything, but I remember looking over like, wow, that's fucking innovative. <laughs> and that I was watched the first her. First time? First time I'd ever seen it. I watched her. Maybe I'd seen it in movies, but I think I was always like, who pukes in a toilet? <laughs> <laughs> but then I, mean, I watched. It's kind of gross. I mean, y- y- I get- yes, it is. Because you, you get down next to like. Where you piss and shit. It's a little gross, but I can promise you it's better than pushing down a pickle into your bathroom <laughs> sink. <laughs> or a big beat. Yeah, or a big beat. Mm. Holy cow. I watched, I watched that girl vom, though, into it, and I was just like, I was very drunk, but I was like, wow. And then she's just, now she's on the floor, puking. And when she's done, holy fuck, she's just going to get up and flush the toilet and it's all going to be gone. Wow. And then she got up and she drunkenly like took a t- piece of toilet paper and wiped the toilet seat <laughs> off cuz she's polite. <laughs> and and that was it. Changed my fucking life. 
the last two times that I've been drunk, I've puked in my toilet. Uh-huh. And it wasn't until the next day that I realized it was everywhere. <laughs> it was on my shoes, on my pant leg, <laughs> all over the toilet. And I thought I was fine. You know, I did the toilet paper wipe like, oh, I just get this off of here. Uh-huh. Nope, it was everywhere. <laughs> you like wake up feeling like a princess you're like oh my god i had so much fun last night you like flip over on your stomach read your phone and look at instagram photos of how pretty you look the night before you're like oh my god what an amazing night i'm pretty sure everyone liked me <laughs> until and, i go in the bathroom yeah and then you get up and you go to the bathroom and you're like oh 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 <laughs> you know that song the <laughs> the psycho song <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's fucking puke everywhere there's <laughs> there's a hot pocket on your on your shower vice grip that you do <laughs> and then i eat it because why waste it oh man and there's just <laughs> fucking puke everywhere. The whole place. The bath is filled. You're like With vomit. Yeah. Why did I do? Ah. Oh. <laughs> uh. How would you stick your hand in there to pull the little plug up? You couldn't. You'd have to get a device. I would stick my hand in there. I would close my eyes, hold my nose, oh. and I would just pull it out. That's what I would do. <sighs> But I mean, there's been there's been times that I've def- I've clogged toilets and had to be like, I don't have a choice. I'm sorry. I, what was the choice that you made? I'm not clear on the choice. Well, like there was a time when there was not a plunger available, and I knew that I used too much toilet paper, so I just had to stick my little paw into the toilet and grab the toilet oh, paper out. That's interesting. It wasn't fun. <laughs> Huh, that's but, interesting because I talked about putting my finger by my butthole and everybody lost their minds. <laughs> you put your hand into a toilet <laughs> with shit and paper. I had to. I mean, there wasn't a plunger. <laughs> what was I going to do? Walk out to a elite party with Hollywood <laughs> stars and say... Hi there. They're like, who the fuck are you? I'm like, uh, I'm Tina. And is there a plunger available? Because I just fucked up your bathroom. So what do you do? I'm not going to say that. Take the paper and throw it in the, tar- in the trash can? No, I took it out and I just kind of set it <laughs> back into the toilet. Why is this okay? It's not. I'm not proud of it. <laughs> I didn't have a choice. <laughs> So your hand obviously touched turds. My hand has touched turds. Okay. It's not fun. One time I was in a <laughs> Starbucks, too, and I clogged their toilet in California. I was on the on a road trip. like a My friend Allison and I took a two-month-long road trip across the West, just me and her in her car. This was in, like, 2012. And I clogged a toilet in the Starbucks. Because, I mean, we, we didn't have anywhere to stay. We were just, like, sleeping in the car, pitching a tent in National Forest. It was a blast. But we're in the Starbucks, <clears throat> and I cl- I clogged the toilet, okay? Mm-hmm. And I had to take the top, <laughs> the, 
the top of the toilet off. I mean, I was a handyman, essentially. They should have paid me a fair wage. But I took the <laughs> top of the toilet off. And it's. I turned around and my knee hit it. And it slipped off and it shattered. No! The, yeah, it broke into two pieces. <laughs> it oh, broke shit. into two pieces. And I just... Took both chunks. It was like this big ceramic thing. Like it wasn't a big enough fall for it to shatter, but it was two pieces. So I just like put one piece back on the top and another on the top. Oh my God. I think they had a plunger like under the sink. Cause that's the thing. I'm not afraid to go through a bathroom. Mm-hmm. I'll, I mean, I, I opened up like their little drawer that they had and I grabbed the plunger out and plunged it out. And that was it. But I just, I, I ran out quickly. I said, Allison, we got to go. <laughs> You should have been arrested. Absolutely. I'm a criminal. What the fuck? It's terrible. So when you're taking the toilet paper out of the (laughs) toilet with your hand, are you just lifting it up enough for the other stuff to flush and then releasing chunks of that watery... God, I hate myself. Yeah. um, (laughs) It's not... That's what... But see, this is why I knew the answer to the vomit thing, because I've had to do something gross like this. I just look away, shove my fist inside of the toilet, but I keep it open hand so I can come under and kind of do a... (laughs) So I just... I submerge it, come under, get to the hole... Kind of do a, come on over, come on over, baby. Like you're beckoning the tarlet. Like I'm beckoning it. Whoa, kitty. There he is. Is he on kitty cam? They can see him. Um, But. Just as behind. Yeah, I'm I'm beckoning it out. I'm I'm placing a spell on the toilet. Mm -hmm. And then um, it comes out. And then, yeah, usually like flushes in. So. And how many turds are in there when. Well, I usually have diarrhea, so oh, it's not okay necessarily. I think I'm going to pass away now. Ter- <laughs> yeah, it's not good. No, there's sometimes there has been a normal one. It's not. I wash my hands thoroughly after. It's not like I walk out to a big Hollywood party that I'm at and just start shaking everybody's hands. This is the second Hollywood party you've mentioned. Mm. How many have you been to? A few. Wow. No, I've never been to any. What celebs were there? Um. Peter Dinklage. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about, uh, I can't think of any other celebrities. Julia Roberts. Oh. Not her, but just her smile. <laughs> <laughs> what about, uh, I can't think of one single celebrity that would be at a party. Bradley Cooper. Hey, uh, you just write that. You just write that song. I still haven't seen A Star is Born. Yes, I wrote it. I just wrote it. <laughs> you mind if I steal it and write another song and then we can sing it later on stage? Is that what the premise of the movie is? He steals her song and then he no. tricks her and falls in, she falls in love with him? Uh, no. Ow. It's not? I'm not going to say what it is because I'm not here to sell, say spoilers. Oh, Kitty! When before you came, he was so spread on the floor, so comfortable, so loving. Do you think he has a fun time? Do you think he has a his is happy with his life? Yeah. Oh, look at that! He He's, smells my kitty cats. 
And he's, he's rubbing getting, himself. He's getting ready to make muffins on there. Oh, muffin tops. Speaking of cats making muffins, a uh, great show last night with Beth Stelling. Thank you. You yeah. guys rocked it out of the park. It was fun. They were they've been really fun shows. Beth is the best. How sweet is she? She's, she's very the, sweet. She's the cutest little thing I ever did see. Mm-hmm. Great comic. You guys were kind of like twins. Fun. Twins. You're standing over there together, you guys kind of look the same. Somebody said that uh, yesterday because one of the employees of Helium thought that Beth was me and thought that I was Beth. Oh. This was on Thursday, and clearly they know nothing, Jon Snow, because <laughs> they should have known whom I was, and they didn't. Some unemployee recognized me last night as Carla. It's a new employee. Did they? And then he went and showed uh, some other people, hey, that lady in this video is sitting over there. And they're like, wait, now she comes here. Duh. Shut up, asshole. He was a very nice young fella. I don't remember his name because it didn't have any vowels in it. Oh. He showed it to me on Facebook. And uh, there are no vowels in his name. I have a feeling I know exactly who this person was. They were an interesting character. I liked him. He said he once broke his ankle. Uh, because he was wearing heels, and the heel collapsed and broke his ankle. He was in the hospital for two days. Oh, wow. I once had to, I think I was at a funeral and my shoe broke. No, it was a wedding. Rafe and I had to go. <laughs> uh, I, it was a really sad time. No, nah, it was actually the best time. <laughs> <laughs> Whose wedding? It was uh, Rafe's like childhood friend. Not childhood. I think they knew each other in high school or something. I'm not sure. What was his name? Was he at the Carbondale show? No, he was not there. Wow. What yeah. a dick. We can say whatever we want about Rafe because Rafe doesn't listen to this podcast. That's true. We can literally talk all the shit in the world on him. So fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck, fuck him. Rafe's recording an album. That's lit. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to be home to see that. On the 29th? I'm going to probably be in California or somewhere else. Doing what? Hollywood parties? Hanging out with uh, Chelsea Lynn and Officer Dan. Oh, good for you. When are you going down there? The 22nd. Okay. For what? Like a week? Yes. And you can just take time off work whenever you want? It's spring break. Oh, it is? That's great. Good for you. Oh, fun. (laughs) WTSB. I like that. That's good. Officer Dan. Officer Daniels. Yeah. He's probably going to fuck both of us. I hope. You think he's got like a big hog? Oh, I'm certain. Yeah. I will ride him until the sun sets or comes up. (laughs) None of that is true. I will ride him until the sun burns out (laughs) in many millions of years. (laughs) don't have the stamina for that tina come on now no i mean i don't either the first day we're going to uh be in la first two days Mm -hmm. then we're going to head back to san diego where chelsea lives i'm not going to say the location guys so don't even think about asking (coughs) do people ask that (coughs) no okay good yeah hey everyone don't ask that that's weird when i went to donnie Wahlberg's house i put my head down so i wouldn't see where he lived uh, you told Did I me say that? that? Yeah. 
I'd like to say not here. You told me in I real it. life, and that's a, just bizarre. I don't want people asking where does Donnie live because I would have to probably tell them. Well, yeah, you're the worst liar <laughs> <laughs> that I've ever met. I rem- I'm good at it. I remember what his house looks like, but I don't remember where it was. Now, his house in Chicago, I do know where that is. So if you want that address, hit me up. HMU. HMU. I will give it to you because I have no control over my functions. <laughs> no idea what I'm ever doing. I won't. Don't even ask. Okay? Okay. Because <laughs> I don't want anybody else knowing because that's a special secret I know between me and Donnie Wahlberg. Which one's Donnie? Donnie's the bad boy. Donnie was the bad boy of the band. Ooh, the bad boy. He was in uh, Saw, oh. the Saw movies. He was in the Saw he was movies? was in Band of Brothers. What the fuck are you saying? He was in The Sixth Sense. He was the guy in the bathroom who was like, it's all your fault. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> yeah, it's all your fault. Dude, whatever. You're making that up. I'm not. Look it up. You're I a... can't look it up because my He was phone not in The Sixth Sense. Is the Randy Cam. That was him? Look up Donnie Wahlberg, Six Cents. It's absolutely him. Wow. So do you think that he, is he, are you fucking, I can't believe that's him. Wow. In a way, he's like the main character. I mean. He's the, he's the catalyst for all of this stuff to right. go wrong. Uh, wow. My parents divorce. It's Italian fat. <laughs> That's not any of the dialogue. I can't remember any of the dialogue, but I just remember he was very, very gaunt. Had d- no, I remember what it was. Okay, when I saw this movie, I hadn't seen anything about the new kids in years. This was before their comeback. And I rented this movie from the library like you often like to do. Uh-huh. But I rented the version that was for blind people. So it explained what was happening. You're fucking lying. No. And it said, uh, it, it shows the movie, but then it also has things like, a very gaunt young man is standing in the bathroom in dirty underwear. And like, <laughs> I fucking lost my mind. Because the whole movie, they explained shit like that. In dirty underwear. In dirty underwear. Or it was like discolored underwear. Because <laughs> look at his underwear in the in that I scene. Rem- I remember that scene very vividly. I've seen Six Sense so many times because my dad was always like, "Oh my god, it's such a good twist." I love a good twist. Yeah, I mean, for I sure. I haven't seen a good twist movie in so long. I mean, that was one of the ones where you're like, "Fuck!" Did you see Hereditary? It's pretty spooky. That's kind of a twist movie. It's it's fine. Fight Club, that fucked me up too. Yeah. I'm like, what? It's true. The first time you watch it, is that somebody reenacting it? Um, yeah, so he's been That's Donnie Wahlberg. He's also on the Blue Bloods. Don't know what that is, but it's I did a, see an article. It's a really good program. Okay. Um, Saw Movies, Band of Brothers. What else has he been in? Lots of shit. What a guy. He plays lots of cops. He does have a cop essence to him. Don't you think? Yeah. Six cents. What a guy. What a guy, man. What a guy. What a movie. It's not it's not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> he was saying It's that, not he? my fault my underwear look like it is. <laughs> It's not my fault. 
I have been in that man's home twice, two of his homes. Was the first thing you asked, like, hey, I just want to sniff the underwear you were wearing in the sixth sense? But what did you ask? Were you like, can I get a water? The first time I was with him, I was having an actual nervous breakdown because this was the first time I've ever met any new kid. Mm -hmm. So imagine you're 14. You would cut off any of your limbs to meet them. And then cut to 20 years later, and you're inside one of their homes. Mm -hmm. I was having the most ferocious panic attacks. I couldn't fucking deal with it. But then I calmed down a little bit. I'm not the same person you see now. I was very shy and uh, started to sort of loosen up, you know. Yeah. And uh, I said... uh, I said to Donnie, I says to him, what do I do if I have to go poop? And Donnie says, do you have to go poop? And I'm like, no. And he's like, you can go poop here if you need to go poop. And uh, that was the end of that story. You were like, no, I'd rather (laughs) kill myself. (laughs) I'd rather pass away. But I I laid in Donnie Wahlberg's bed with Donnie for a scene in this little video we made. So he could have potentially laid in his bed that night and smelled where my bottom was. Uh-huh. And, uh... It's interesting you guys filmed that in his house. That seems kind of... It was part of the prize package that we got um, that the contest was like, go make a video with Donnie. We didn't, We didn't know we were going to his house, uh... His manager guy had picked us up and like took us to Venice Beach. And was like, okay, you guys go eat, get lunch, come back, and then we're gonna go head to Donnie's house. And we were all like, what the fuck? Who's us? You and your sis? Okay, it was me and another girl that won the dirty dancing contest, which was a contest to make a video. They had a song called Dirty Dancing, so to make a video that was like Dirty Dancing movie to uh-huh. the song. So okay. I won, and this other girl won. Then he picked uh, four other people that were from a different contest, which was called Donnie's Assistant. And you had to make a video and pretend you wanted to be his assistant. Thrilling stuff. I know, guys, you are loving this. But if you're a New Kids fan, you know all this. Yeah, you're shitting your balls right shitting now. your balls. So we all flew. They flew us all to Los Angeles. We had no idea what the fuck we were going to do. Get to Donnie's house. It's Halloween. The manager says, Donnie wants you to <laughs> Donnie wants you to go through his haunted house first. Did he make a haunted he house? He made a haunted house because he had a young son at the time. He was probably like eight or something. So we go in the house. We're going through his home, which he had decorated as a haunted house. Which I don't like haunted houses. They're scary. I've pissed myself in a haunted house before. They're scary. We come out the other side. He's given out... Uh, Full-size candy bars to the people coming to get candy on Halloween. That is a true American hero. Full-size candy bars. Not a a fun size. No little dilly-dilly. Bars upon bars. That's great. What kinds are we talking? What if it was just all three musketeers? I don't remember. Okay. I was still in that major You were coming and kind of scared. Yeah. Not coming. Just very scared. Okay. Like, how could this be happening? I don't, I don't know if you guys ha- have ever experienced that kind of fandom 
in your youth where? No, I have not. It's a, it's a weird kind of like obsession where your life just revolves around a band or somebody. Everything you do is about that band. I have not. It's what a, about you, Randy? Did you ever? Nikki Six. Really? Yeah, sure. That was the guy that you were like, I'm going to emulate him. He started doing heroin. You started doing heroin. Never did heroin. Well, I've done enough for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. It. Yeah, I sacrificed my body and myself for the good of you guys and this podcast. So no problem. Yeah, I never had that. I was never like – I mean, I – to be honest, I think that I was like a very alien-like person when I was younger because I think that I started liking things because other people like them. Mm -hmm. And uh, like I I started just playing devil's advocate and I was like, oh, yeah, I like – the Backstreet Boys more than NSYNC. And everyone was like, you're a stupid idiot. And I was like, cool, 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 cool. Um, guys want to come over to my house? And like nobody came over because I, I didn't have any snacks. <laughs> so uh, I think that I, I liked a lot of that stuff just because I did like Britney Spears, but it was never – I don't know. I like Britney Spears. I liked Spice Girls a lot. I enjoyed them. I had a blast. But – I wasn't I wasn't ever obsessed with them. Like right now I could not tell you all of the Backstreet Boys names. Mm-hmm. I couldn't. And my friend It's a hard it's I, a hard life, that being girl life. And yeah. I'm not saying like as a joke, like it's just a gruel like grueling as far as like That was Donnie. Everything you do. I do everything for you do you. like our our when I would hang out with my friend that uh she also loved them. Like we'd just go get a bunch of magazines and just like cut the pictures out, hang them up, put them in tape books. them all over just, your body, totally we, naked. <laughs> we would kind of make up like fan, what's it called? Uh, fan fiction, like about them marrying us, like just ridiculous. Like everything revolved around them. Man, everything. Mm-hmm. And we would have done literally anything to see, to talk to them. And have them see us. Just insanity. It just takes up so much time, so much money. In Puerto Rico, we call ourselves Boricua. We are proud, passionate, and full of life. On our island, adventure finds you. Strangers aren't strangers for long. The size of the audience doesn't change the beauty of the music. And we celebrate Every last ray of sun. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Well, yeah, I mean, you were spending $50 on magazines a week, and 
what, 1985? Um, excuse me? Just kidding. <laughs> 1989. Okay. Sorry. No, I, I don't know what it's like. I don't know if there's anybody that I feel like that way towards now. I mean, there's people that I would be very excited to meet, but I feel mm-hmm. like now I've met enough, like, famous people and been cool with them right. where I'm able to, like, like, if I met Barack Obama, mm-hmm. I think I would be pretty cool. I think I would. Right now, I can see them as uh, actual humans. And yeah, so, like, these, I think that's what it is. It's like you see them as these untouchable people. And because of, like, Twitter and social media, celebrities are more accessible now. Yes. And you can see, like, hey, they also take a shit. Or, hey, they do this. Well, yeah, and when you were younger, if you were like, oh, my God, I want to know where Lance Bass lives. <laughs> it's like, why do you want to know where he lives? <laughs> and there's better ones. But, like, you couldn't just go in the – like, it's not like you can just open your phone and look on Instagram and find him. Like, right. you have to be like, okay, uh, I guess I'll try. The phone book. And then you look and, oh, weird, not listed. And then you're like, maybe I'll just go to L.A. and see if I see them right. on the street. And that's what some girls got to do. And we would yeah. be so jealous because they would have gone to Boston and found, like, their childhood homes. Wow. Just insanity. It's be like, oh, this girl I know, like, her mom works with John's mom. And, like, John's mom, he gave John's mom our phone number. And, like, he might call. Like, it just was insanity. Insanity. Yeah, I think that I would be nice and calm. Nice and calm if I met somebody. uh, Yeah. Oh, man, it hurt a lot thinking about that. It's a lot of energy. I just wish I had all that money back from all that stuff I bought. Let's estimate. How much do you think that you spent trying to get NKOTB? It's hard to say. I don't Ballpark. know. You're like $400,000. No, as a kid. I mean, I didn't have a lot of my own money because I wasn't working. I know that my friend shoplifted a lot of the magazines for herself. And Fuck she had yeah. a lot more than I did. Mm-hmm. But I also had, okay, so I've had several instances of major fandom. First one was Michael J. Fox. I saw Back to the Future in the movie theater, and I was like, okay, I'm going to marry him. Mm-hmm. So I would do the same thing. I had all the pictures from all the magazines, Big Bopper, all that shit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> then it was the Monkees. The band, the Monkees? The Monkees. Wow, they don't even spell monkey right. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was the New Kids. Wow. So you kind of, what it seems like to me is you were kind of in like this sci-fi place at first. You were like Michael J. Fox, like, wow, he's it's like a sci-fi thing. And then you moved on to a more, uh, you moved back a few years, kind of a more psychedelic area. Like you were like, you know, maybe they can drop acid on my clit and lick it off while we listen to one of their albums. And then you were like, you know what? Fuck all that noise. I'm going to go with somebody my age. I'm going to go with somebody my own size. And then you you lit it up. And look at where you're at now. Uh, 45-year-old morbidly obese woman living (laughs) home alone with two cats. Jesus, man. (laughs) (laughs) I'm thankful. 
thankful for those times. They taught me that I have a disorder called obsessive compulsive disorder. And without a proper checks or care, uh, you spend a lot of money. <laughs> Who, uh, what do you mean they taught you? Like, did the NKOTV <laughs> crew sit you down and... No, because I'm, as I've said before, I'm not even the biggest fan. There's others. That's that... crazy. Well, it's... I know, you're not, but you're like normal. Like... I think what it is is, uh, and I've talked to my friend Marcy about this, I think in our youth we had a deficit somewhere. And these were our outlets to make us feel like we were uh, <clears throat> special, mm-hmm. uh, loved maybe. Can, like, Because uh, it was like you meet a new kids fan. It's like, oh, well, we're in the same kind of community together. We're in this together, but I'll push your fucking <laughs> face into the ground <laughs> if you try to touch him. Right, exactly. Oh, my God, I love that picture you have of Dottie. Give it to me! <laughs> <laughs> All the pictures that I have of the new kids from back in the day are pictures from 875 rows back with a camera that has film in it. And they're approximately the size of So they're like a little peanut. You can't even see them. It's just like you see some bright lights and black. You're going to like show that to like people later in your life and be like, well, okay, so here's a few photos that I have. And you're going to be so proud of them. You're going to be so proud of it. Okay, so just um, if you look here. Hold on. Let me grab my uh, little scrapbook. So, circa 1989, okay? (laughs) If you look here, there's an amazing photo. We were at an arena. Yeah, they used to do concerts in arenas. (laughs) And you're like, if you look here, you can tell by that birthmark. They're like, where is he? I don't see. You can tell by that birthmark right there. That's Donnie. Joey McIntosh. That's Joey McIntosh. Oh my god! I also have pictures of of a concert uh, that was at Westport Plaza. There used to be a theater there. Uh huh. That's the first place I saw them. Is that the theater that's down by the comedy club? Yes. Okay, that you were telling me about. But it's different. It's yeah, it used yeah, yeah. To be just like a stage that would turn. Do you remember that, Randy? Okay, so I Randy took- was kind of a little more indie than that. He was like, nah, I'm not going to some fucking lame ass motherfucking stage that turns around. You would okay. Go to Mississippi Nights, probably. He's like, I want to see somebody that nods off for half of their set. So <laughs> I, I want real rock and roll. <laughs> okay, so I took pictures of that concert, but mm-hmm. then also I guess I Rewound the the film and forgot that I'd taken pictures. So then I took a bunch of pictures of stuff at school. So it was like double exposed. <laughs> it had pictures of school and the ridiculous concert with very far away <laughs> pictures of a concert. But you looked at those pictures once you got them developed, and you were like, "I could see Joey." Hey, what's up, Candy? <laughs> Check out this bomb ass picture I got at the concert last weekend. You weren't there, nana nana boo boo. <laughs> but and she's she like, I can't. See, she's like, I can't Joey. see it. How can you tell it's just a white blob? No, I can tell you. I can tell by the way he moves. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking nerds. God, <laughs> so stupid. The first concert I went to was Usher. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, that's kind of risque for yeah. a younger gal. He kissed a girl on stage, and I made – this was during a time where um, th- you would make shirts as a gaggle of women, and there would be – like, <laughs> you, would, you would do it with puff paint. Puff paint or like Sharpies. Right. So we wrote all of this stuff on this tank top I got from Express. But it was like the most boring tank top because my mom was like, you get $10. That's it. (laughs) And I was like, all my friends had like cool hot tank tops that they wrote on. And I was, I had just a sad little blue tank top. And I, they wrote on theirs in puff paint. But I was late, I was late to the party. So I just wrote on mine in Sharpie. So what kind of things did you write? I don't really remember. I think it was like, oh, my God, Usher. And, like, we did, like, U, period, S, period, H, period, E, period, R. And on the back, it was, like, number one fan. <laughs> and <laughs> How many people had number one fan written on there, though? I mean, a lot. I think I, like, started to write the number 24. And this, like, cunty <laughs> girl that I went with was, like, that's my favorite number. Oh. And I was, like. Cool, 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 cool. Okay. You should have wrote something like Usher Me to the Bedroom, Usher. I know. I don't I really don't remember what I wrote. I'll try to see if I have pictures of it. <laughs> Usher my pussy. How about that? Usher in a new pussy. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh God. Yeah, so I went to that. That was my first concert ever. And man, we let it burn. It was a confessions tour. So I think that was in like 2003. Which song was a hit at that time? Gotta let it burn deep down, you know it's been. I don't even know that song. Are you fucking, you know let it burn. Look at that cat though. Look at the cat. Can everybody see that cat? He's yeah. on there. He's, He's on, on there. there. So now everybody. He's on the Randy Cam, Randy Cam Cam. Randy. Oh, Usher. So that was actually 2004. Holy cow. That was 2004 when I went to that concert. No, I think it was a bad year for me. Maybe 2003 because Usher has been around for a while. Dust yourself off and try again. That's not even. uh, That's Aaliyah. I guess I was thinking about that from last night. Um, I started watching uh, the Surviving R. Kelly documentary and all the shit with Aaliyah. Pretty wild. (laughs) But did you watch the, the program I told you about? The guy confessing. No, I I watched the Michael Jackson documentary last week and that kind of fucked my whole week up. (laughs) I'm not watching that. I'm not going to do it. Um, okay. I think you should. I think everybody should watch it. I'm Me disturbed. and somebody else talked about this the other day. It's like, well, I yeah, it's it's interesting because it's like this is the first time that you see like these men that were like abused and you see them on camera talking about it. And it's like these are heterosexual men who are like married to women now. And the point like they were they were abused and they were tricked. Trigger warning, I should probably say that. But um, I don't know. It was it was very uh, eye-opening, and it's very sad to see what fame does to people and how people can manipulate humans and from what based I off of them uh, and where they're at. It's a, one of those things where, in plain sight, where it's like, how could this have happened? How yeah. did the parents, like... Yeah, it's wild. Oh. But yeah, I didn't watch the murder documentary. Uh, I I think everybody should watch the Michael Jackson documentary, unless of course it will be triggering to you and like fuck up traumas of yours, which I have. And mm-hmm. there were parts that I got sad, but it's I mean it's you know it's I just think I think people we should be talking about stuff like that because it happens to so many people. I mean right. I think it's like one in four people. 
I know one in four women are assaulted. Like that's – and that's crazy. And now that I – 10 years ago, I would have been like, no way. Now I'm like, yeah, that's Absolutely. definitely true. So I don't know. I think it's stuff that we should talk about and that makes us able to like spot signs of this. And Because right. I think now we would be able to look if there was a situation like that going on and be like, hey, what the fuck's happening? Something's not <laughs> What's right. he doing? Right. <laughs> you can't do that. Even that like abducted in plain sight documentary, it's like – they just didn't know enough about trauma at that time. Mm-hmm. Like when she came back or whatever, and they're like, wow, why is she being so distant? Oh, she just grew up. It's like, no, she's fucking traumatized. Right. And she's numbing shit out. Now we know. Now we That's, would be like, okay, mm-hmm. why, don't, why don't we take her to somebody that can help her? Somebody that she can feel safe with and talk to about stuff like this. They also were mentioning how she was... Uh, acting bad, quote unquote bad, like her behavior was bad, which is what I also did. I turned into this little monster child mm-hmm. and I was like, wanted somebody to be able to pick up on it and they didn't. Like nobody knew. Yeah, because you can't regulate your emotions. Right. You don't understand. I'm just like, I'm a- yeah. <laughs> you just wake up and I'm start s- painting the outside of the house. <laughs> They're like, what the fuck she doing? And it just, uh, I still have a lot of shame from that because, you mm-hmm. know, there was a lot of talk like, oh, she's out of control. She's doing this. She's doing that. And I was thinking like, no, it's not me. Nope. Just mad and I don't know how to say it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty wild, but it's good we're talking about it. I think it's good. It's, that's That's like the next step for all of us to move to a more understanding and loving place, I think, as humans, as a species. And what species are we? Uh, we are Kana. <laughs> we are almond-eyed aliens. We are almond-eyed bitches. Almond eyes. And I see your heart in the morning. As you got almond eyes. I also went to a Green Day concert. <laughs> Oh, dookie. During the, um, nope, American Idiot Tour. So some would say that I'm a fucking sellout. I'm a sharing American Idiot. A lot of people hated that album. Well, you know what? A lot of people don't like, uh, uh, a lot of stuff people like. And Mm -hmm. that's when you buck up and say, how dare you try to tone police me. Don't even think about it. (laughs) What color hair did uh, Billy Joe have? Black and eyeliner. Wow, he's but so I like punk rock. Yeah, Z punk rock, Randy. Pop punk. <laughs> Randy is the all knowing of that uh, stuff. He's like, no. I mean, come on though. He liked Nikki Six, and Nikki Six uh, wore uh, a black mark under his eye. He did. What I remember, Nikki Six also had rock. that like weird mullet kind of hair, Wasn't where he it was in like poison. No, Motley Crue. Motley oh. Crue. It's okay. Yeah, we're talking I wasn't 1940. You, Randy, I was just kidding, man. I still think he's awesome. Yeah, I read Nikki Six's Heroin Diaries. It's great. Mm. Good book. If I did Wild heroin, book. I would I I would not ever stop. If you did heroin, yeah. you'd never stop. I couldn't. There's no way I could stop. I think there is. No, there's absolutely not. I would do it forever until I died. Yeah. I'd just be like, this is great, 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 this is great. 
until I pass. This is great. This is great. Oh fuck! I got Hep C. This is great. This is great. This is great. This is great. Oh well, they can cure Hep C now. Not a big deal. This is great. This is great. This is great. Yeah, my head all day long. Listen, I'm not endorsing it, but heroin rules. That's what I'm saying. I'm not. I don't want people to do that. Okay, this is already an NSFW podcast. It's explicit. Everybody knows that. The fact I'm not that you saying- overcame uh, heroin addiction is something that boggles my mind on the Dale. It's pretty awesome. I, Made it happen. I, I, I can't. I don't even know what words to say. Thank you. Because it doesn't usually happen. People usually end up uh-huh. deceased. Dead or in prison or on their way to being dead for a very long time. And here you are very much alive. And here I am. Inside this shit room up. like a prison. Because Randy's got us trapped in here. Please help. Somebody just please help us. This is. Uh, <laughs> Look into your camera, Tina, and blink three times if you need help. <laughs> Randy, look into your camera and blink three times if you need help. You know what I need help with is some motherfucking chapstick. Okay. <laughs> Man, these lips are chapped. Are they? Yeah. They're always chapped. I don't know what's wrong with it. They're always chapped. My asshole rips once a week. <laughs> Nothing's fair. <laughs> well, what you could Sick do of it. is put your little finger in your butthole, get some juice from there, put it on your lips. Dude, get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> Look, you're all a, I'm saying You're is, a psycho wiener, okay? Don't stick your hand in a toilet bowl, fill a toilet paper, and do the... Come on over, come, here. come on over, baby. What kind of chapstick gal are you? I'm Burt's Bees through and through. I like Burt's Bees, but I often find that I will accidentally wash it. Uh, okay. So I have a backup chapstick. Mm-hmm. Also have a backup generic. So what's that? Just like, what's generic? Uh, Carmex? No, Carmex is not generic. Carmex is not good. I love the Carmex in high school, the little uh. thing like that, <laughs> the little bowl. <laughs> the uh. little bowl. <laughs> Can I tell you something that Randy told me before you got here? Yeah. He's working at the Funny Bone tonight. Doing what? Polly Shore has three sold out shows tonight. Is that psychotic? Tonight and then tomorrow it's sold out. It's wild. Holy cow. How do. Yeah. How do we get? I on can't the, go to that. How do we get on the uh, Polly Shore train here? That's incredible. That he has that many sold out shows. Uh, yeah, I think he has like what six sold out shows, seven. Yellow, he's raking in the dollar bills like this with a rake. He's got a rake and he's cleaning. He's grabbing money and also dog shit while he's at it. Whoa. And possibly some of those weird ball things. I was just thinking about what I use my rake for. What you use your what for? Rake. Dog turds? Mm-hmm. It works, apparently. Keep coming back. It works if you work it. That's a uh, slogan from Alcoholics Anonymous. Oh. Well. Maybe I should have kept it quiet. Been over to, I've been to the Overeaters Anonymous, weirdest group of people I've ever encountered in my life. Never was it? Go, oh my God. Why were they weird? They want to touch you. Uh huh. And they want to say, We're glad you're here. Mm-hmm. We're robots. And I looked at them and said, 
where the fuck are the snacks, bitch? <laughs> and they were like, not here. This is over Eaters Anonymous. You have to succumb to a higher power. And I'm like, I don't believe in God. And they're like, well, you could. You can fuck right off, lady. She's like, well, you can, if you want your higher power to be a couch, then that. And I'm like, this is a little bit too much for me. I'm going to go home and uh, overeat. (laughs) Did you leave in the middle of the meeting or did you wait until the end? I stayed. And boy, what an uncomfortable place. Uh What a bunch of. Were you in like a church basement with like that weird fluorescent lighting and linoleum fucking ground? And no offense to those people, it was just a very weird, they were like robots. Yeah. And if that helps some people, I'm glad. It didn't work for me and it scared the shit out of me. Mm -hmm. No, it's not for me. Not Overeaters Anonymous, but. (laughs) Well, the thing with Overeaters Anonymous is you can't abstain. You can't abstain from food. No. So it's just a weird thing anyway. Yeah, I think it's probably just about like having a healthier relationship with it, getting better coping mechanisms instead of being sad and then being like, you know what, I'm going to fuck this up. Yeah, but I mean like all the other anonymous things, you have to abstain from your drug of choice. Food, it's like it's a weird yeah, because you need it to live. Like you can't just stop eating food. Yeah, what do they have? Like water anonymous, water anonymous for people that just drink too much water. They definitely can't do have it. McDonald's Coke anonymous. I. Would... How many of those are you drinking now? A lot, or not as much as you were before. I'm I'd just say checking the same. It. I'd say the same amount as you were before. Yeah. Do I want to say how many? No. <laughs> I'm not gonna fucking tell you. I can't say it. It's just a uh, shame, and also it, okay, it makes me think about my house. I've been, I've been reading some articles where some children were found in homes that were subpar, um, uh, were uh, you know violently dirty, <laughs> and <laughs> I'm not laughing because it's funny. This is what I do in therapy. Um, you know they said. <laughs> <laughs> they say stuff like how dirty it was, but then they describe it, and I'm like, that doesn't actually sound that bad. It doesn't sound unlike my house. And I'm like, what's wrong with me that I, <laughs> I let myself live like this? Which then leads me to think, if I pass away today and someone comes in my house, it's not going to be okay. So get to clean in your house in case you pass away. <laughs> Amen. But that would be okay if that was just a thought. But in my head, it's constant, constant. Like the uh, thing I was doing earlier with the, uh, this is good, this is good, this is good. That's my fucking head all day <laughs> on things. Mm-hmm. Clean your house, clean your house. What if you die? Clean your house. What if you die? Clean your house. What if you die? Do I have to live like this, listeners? No. Listen, I've got news for you. We're all going to (laughs) die. We are. And if I'm dead, I won't know the reaction to my home. I have. Well, I'll tell you. Um, I mean, you'll be dead and you won't know. No, you won't know. But that's the thing. It doesn't matter. It won't matter anymore. If I died, (laughs) my home, we have a sewer problem. So, like, in front of the house, the sewer district needs to come out and fix something. They said they were going to, like, 
two weeks ago, and they still haven't been there. But sometimes it smells like dookie in our house because the fucking sewer line is all fucked up under running under got my house. Got a lot of dookie in it. Got a lot of duke in it. So if somebody, if I passed away and somebody came into my house, they'd be like, man, house is, you know, not a little clutter, not crazy clean. There's dog hair everywhere, but fuck, it smells like pieces of shit inside of here. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, we've all got fears. And they'd be like, why'd she write fuck 40 times in her notebook? <laughs> I write the date over and over. Yeah, that's fine. I do a lot of shit like that. Why'd she write fuck in her notebook? And it'll become like this prolific thing and they'll put it in a Smithsonian of Tina's fuck notebook. No, they won't. It'll just go in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> Smithsonian's not going to fucking. No, they don't give a shit. That's fine. Hopefully somebody donates my remains to a museum so they can look and be like, this lady was so unhealthy. <laughs> she died with a jewel in her hand. <laughs> Yeah, she had a heart attack, but she took one puff off that jewel before she went. <laughs> and she was loving every minute of it. Ah, oh, God. Was Nikki Six the drummer? Oh, oh, he was the bass. Nobody nobody ever likes bass players. That is that true? I don't know. Usually it's like... It's not true? Oh, let name, name a famous bass player. Me? Besides Flea. Lenny See? Kravitz. Oh, my. I mean, yeah, he's just always been my favorite. American woman. Okay. Well, I here's the deal. I don't know shit about music. I played piano briefly when I was a child. Briefly. And that was it. I don't know shit. So I'm jealous of any musician. I usually like a, a lead singer. Well, you're a hack. <laughs> I like a lead singer, maybe a lead guitar, a tambourine player. Davy Jones of the Monkees sometimes played the tambourine. I loved it. I wanted to play the tambourine. <laughs> when we saw the tambourine last weekend at Carbondale and I picked it up, I was like, fuck, this is what I've always wanted to do. And I shook it and I was like, I don't know how to play a tambourine. Gave it a shake. I'm like, this isn't easy as I thought it was. I thought mm. it would be just to give it a shake and you'd really be on beat. You're not. Don't walk around thinking that you can play the tambourine when you've never played the fucking tambourine. No. And let me tell you something. That lead singer, he's in shit without his backup band. That's true. I love that you just came out and said that. Well, I usually like a lead singer. <laughs> it's like, that's yeah, that's what everybody thinks. But, like, no one says it because they know that that's... You know what? I'm, I don't... Uh... As they say, I'm not putting on airs, <laughs> you know? I could have said, hey, I only like fucking uh, people who play uh, harpsichord. And then somebody, the slide whistle. somebody would have been like, name one slide whistle <laughs> player, and you would have gotten caught right then and there. Uh, or I could have said, I like only drummers. Oh, or, yeah, there's a guy that plays a slide whistle on the show, Barney. <laughs> the children's so, show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My mom, Cindy, she plays the slide whistle. Yeah. yeah. You think her son's born now, Ashley Gaze? Frederick Jr. <laughs> I sure hope so. Man. 
Do you think they smoke inside of their house? Oh, 100%. Yeah. 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 Stupid little ugly. <laughs> stupid, stupid little ga- whore. Why don't you climb up a tree? Yeah. <laughs> I am wearing a bra. See? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I miss Ashley. I hope she's doing well. Frederick Jr. Frederick Jr. is going to be born on October 27th, 1967. (laughs) Yeah! He's going to be born before noon a.m. Because I'm going to make it happen. Yeah! Mm -hmm. And my mom Cindy's going to be in the room with me. Looking right inside of my cooch. Yeah. <laughs> Carol Ann, remember in Poltergeist when all those uh, watches and st- stuff came through the ceiling? No. Okay. I'm sorry. It's not. I I do remember watching Poltergeist and being kind of spooked. Yeah, like a bunch of old heirlooms came uh, through the portal. And came oh, my down. God. Like, oh, my God, there's so many riches and jewels. Where are they coming from? <laughs> Somebody quick put them in a bag <laughs> so we can sell them. And had uh, also had uh, what's called uh, placenta on it. It had some sort of uh, gooey. I think it symbolized that uh, the ghost being born through the hole. In mm-hmm. the- well, uh, here's the deal this medicine can give you a placenta effect Mm -hmm. so we'll see if that it's a real did you hear about all those birth controls that they had to recall because they gave they put the placenta effect uh and and all the other ones and not the last row oh that's what they did yeah it was the whole thing was filled with the placenta effects yes holy shit i saw i thought that it was just they put the wrong days on it i think they switched them like, oh, here, these are all going to make you have so a lot just, of placenta. Oh, oh, shit. Did you hear about that uh, antidepressant you spray in your nose? It's like a once. Is every, that a real thing? Yeah, it's like ketamine or something. I think you do it once every three months. You have to go to the doctor's office and get a little spray. I don't like spraying stuff in my nose. Well. But I'll try it. If you're depressed enough. <laughs> If you're depressed enough, you'll never get up. I think they do it for you and everything. Like it's it's supposed to help. It's supposed to help and be for like pretty severe cases of depression. So, well, take one look at my house and we'll see if uh, if I apply. Take one look at my placenta and you'll never look. You'll never come back. I'm saving uh, my placenta for uh, you. I ate some placenta sausage. Fine with me. Oh, that was at the uh, open mic over there? Mm -hmm. That was not a bit. Okay, I thought that was a bit. No. Uh, All right. Yeah. I would absolutely, if I had a child, which I will not, um, (laughs) I would absolutely save my placenta. I I would do the weirdest things with it. I'd put it in a jar, like to greet people right when they meet, come, walk into my home. And they could I'd be like, like ha, yeah, holy mm-hmm. water. I'd be like, if you're feeling scared, just open it up, dip your paws in it, <gasps> mm-hmm. and then what? Put it in your mouth. Do whatever, sir. Uh, you will smell a little bit of shit when you walk into my home. <laughs> and there's a placenta right over there on the right. Dip just, your finger in. Yep. 
Are you yeah. Catholic, Randy? Are you Catholic? When you go into the Catholic church, no. you put your finger in the holy water, and then you do the sign of the cross. And then you eat the little wafer. Then you eat Jesus' body and drink his blood, and then you say, why are we doing this, Mom? This is creepy. This sucks. I can't believe we're eating a man's body. Oh, my God. No, I, uh, I'm i not. But you know what else you could use that placenta pl- placenta for is uh, lubricant. Oh, Maybe put it on your lips if they're chapped. What about on your car if you have a squeaky wheel? <laughs> yeah, if you need to wax your car, <laughs> just toss that whole jar of placenta on there. Oh. But listen, you got to use it wisely because there's only one placenta. Well, you could have another baby and then uh, it, yeah, take the baby possibly to the orphanage. I'm sure you could buy placenta. But how do you know if it's real? I need to see it come out. I don't know why I'm so uncomfortable with the thought of placenta. Well, it's gross. Oh, okay. I think. I mean, it is gross. I, I hate to think that because, you know, it's a woman's body and everything. And women woman are amazing. Amazing, but. Uh, Yesterday was International Women's Day, so. I saw a bowl of placenta, though. At, when my niece was born, they put it in a bowl. What? Jesus Christ. Like a metal dog bowl that a dog eats his food out of. There's a big old pile of placenta. <laughs> and I believe I took a picture of it. <clears throat> you took a picture of it and you were like, excuse me, can I dip my tortilla chip in there? <laughs> They're like, let us heat it up a little bit first. It got cold. <laughs> Hold on. We got to put the Rotel in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I bet you could make bomb-ass queso dip with placenta okay. if you put enough cheese in there. If you put enough cheese in there, boy. You put enough cheese in there, anything can happen. Mm. Put a little bit of uh, spicy sausage. Yeah. Maybe uh, some chili powder. Great. Mm. Put some paprika in there. Put some prick in mm. there. If I bet you... you could, though. I bet you could fool... A lot of people. I bet you I'm about to shit my pants. When you eat the placenta? No, right or now. just in this moment? <laughs> <laughs> I am going to shit my pants and I don't know where I'm going to go to the bathroom. I literally don't know how to tell you that there is a bathroom over there. Literally don't know how to tell you how it's not happening. <laughs> I mean, but if you're about to shit your pants, then... <laughs> I mean, how often are you shitting your pants? You know, there's some things that I'm an open book for. There's other things where I, if I said the truth behind a lot of stuff, I would probably be committed to some sort of facility. So you're not going to tell us how much you shit your pants? What I'm saying is that I'm not ready to go into a facility at this time. Okay. Well, um... (laughs) No, actually, I don't know the last time I shit my pants. Oh, well, that's good. <clears throat> but I, I just, I'm willing to do it. If I, I have don't to. understand how you hold it because my body gets to a point, and maybe it's because I eat copious amounts of hot sauce, as we all know. But my body kicks into this gear where if I don't get to a toilet within the next thirty seconds, <laughs> I'm going to shit in my pants. I'm a trained professional. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's taken it's a bit it's taken a lot. It's of, taken a lot of mistakes. It's taken a lot of uh, muscle uh, awareness in your butthole region. Oh boy, it hurts though. <laughs> oh boy, it hurts. Cool. I guess we have to cut the podcast <laughs> short because Olivia has to shit her pants. No, this this is fine. We've are we, we've probably gone our whole time. Yeah, we? we've gone our whole time. Thank you so much. That's my time. Thank you so much. That's that's my portion of the show. Yeah. Um. Jeez, oh, Libby. Oh my God, there's shit all over the ground. 
kidding. Get the fuck out of here. Go to the bathroom. Thank you so much for listening to Slop City, everybody. Slop City, we um, love you. Yeah. Thanks, Randy. Thank you so much, guys. I can't believe that. This has been such a good. Such a good time. Oh, whoa. Tina, you're getting it not on your lips. Just want to make sure. Oh. Okay. All right. Go to the bathroom. Thanks, guys. We love you. Love you so much. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Lila's love you like a sis. Yeah.